The Human Communication Playbook by Graham Brown, read by Graham Brown. Chapter 1. I graduated with an AI degree back in 1995. That's a long time ago. That's like 25 years ago, quarter of a century. Worse than that, it was last century, last millennium. So when I walked into the careers development library, as they were called back then, I sat with the careers advisor and she asked me, well, what is artificial intelligence? And I should have said, with hindsight, artificial intelligence is an idea ahead of its time. But I didn't. I fumbled an explanation about genetic algorithms, computational psychology and machine learning. And before I could get to the end of that explanation, I saw her eyes glaze over and she reached across the table to a plastic ring-bound folder, opened it up and thumped it down on the table in front of me, pointing at a job way down the page. There, that's the job for you. I scanned the listings where her finger was pointing and it said, teach English in Japan. Teach English in Japan? What kind of qualifications do I need to do for that? My careers advisor shrugged. Speak English. Chapter 2 The first time I saw the Sistine Chapel, I was 14 years old. I wasn't in the Vatican, but in a red brick classroom in Portsmouth, England. I didn't want to be in either place, actually. I wanted to be sitting on the castle walls, facing the sea, smoking a cigarette, with my mate Jenkins talking about the new Clash album, or what the hell we were going to do after we finished school. But we were here. Mr. Davies was standing on a chair, balanced precariously on the desk. Two students steadied the table as he projected an image onto the roof of the classroom. Gather round, he told the class. More, pull the blinds down more, he gestured to one student, pulling down the old rope counterweights. Brown, hold the angle up more, he instructed as I tried to reflect a sunbeam into a mirror on the floor. There, there, look, he said as the room darkened and a picture slowly began to appear on the classroom ceiling. The Sistine Chapel. For a moment, we escaped the stuffy classroom and were transported on a magic carpet ride to the 16th century. Polystyrene foam tiles became a stucco fresco detailing the creation of Adam, the last judgment. Patterns that were once greasy smears on plastic manifested as mysterious shapes that resembled an anatomically correct brain, Eve's ribs, and some other secret encoded messages left behind by Michelangelo. Jenkins would be wondering where his smoking partner was as he bunked off Wednesday afternoon. But I had discovered something different. The power of story. Now imagine, Mr. Davies said passionately to the students. And at that point, I was gone. I confess most of my teachers were bores, inhuman and uncaring. But then there were a few who changed my life. The other day, I was discussing machine learning with a graduate who wanted to work for us at Pickle. I asked her what she thought made a great machine learning engineer. She told me excitedly, data, the ability to work with data. No, I disagreed. What makes a great machine learning engineer is their understanding of the problem. The only people who care about data are data scientists.
Everybody else wants solutions. And that's why I wanted to teach. Because nobody cares about AI. They only care about what problems they have in their life. And if AI solves those problems better, that's great. I wanted to teach because, like the Sistine Chapel, we only appreciate true wonder when somebody helps us see it through story. Bill Gates wrote an article in 2016 entitled, The Best Teacher I Never Had, an ode to Richard Feynman, the father of quantum mechanics. Many said of Feynman that his lecture hall was a, a theatre and himself a performer. The writer David Goodstein said of him that he was responsible for providing drama and fireworks as well as facts and figures. Uh, if only all teachers were like Davies and Feynman, the, wor the world would be a better place. But they're not. Many professions have become uncaring. Many disengage because they aren't able to elevate beyond quote-unquote work. Doctors, teachers, accountants, lawyers, all. For years they've been getting away with it because there was no alternative. Until today. That alternative is artificial intelligence. In 20 years from now, a significant chunk of the corpus of our learning will be conveyed by algorithm. And all those boring, selfish teachers will be put out of a job. But not Feynman or Davies. And hopefully not you or me too. Because great teachers will get paid not two or ten times, but 100 times more. They are the ones that reveal to us our true humanity. They will paint pictures of how we can compete in the era of a machine by communicating, engaging, serving, listening, empathizing, storytelling, and saying, I don't know. These teachers, whether in classrooms, boardrooms, or Zoom meeting rooms, will be the most human of us all. Not only will they share stories that reveal to us the beauty of our world, but also the stories that exist within us. Without stories, there is no beauty.